Welcome to Hannah's Heart. So Hannah, she's just one of the women who did struggle with infertility in the Bible. No matter who we are, we can be inspired by the fact that Hannah took her pain to God and God heard her and was with her. So when she was praying at the temple, she had been weeping and not eating and her lips were moving, but her eyes were closed and the priest was like, why are you drunk at the temple? Because <laughs> yeah. it can become an obsession when you want Wanting a child so deeply. And desiring that baby and to be a mama. Every holiday, every Mother's Day. This is not a show that's going to promise you a certain outcome. But this is a show that says, however God answers your cry, we know that He's enough. Hey, I'm Ann. And I'm Jane. And you're listening to Hannah's Heart on American Family Association. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook by searching Hannah's Heart. And you can email us questions and prayer requests at Hannah's Heart at AFA.net. That's Hannah with two H's at AFA. Hannah's Heart at two with two H's at AFA.net. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, we got you. Um, so you might be hearing a new voice today. Yes. Kendra is out this week. So she we is. have on Jade. Yes. And I'm so excited. Kendra's excited for you to be here too. I'm glad to be here. I got a little bit more pigmentation in Kendra. <laughs> I got a little bit more of a tan. That's okay though. <laughs> and we're all jealous. <laughs> oh, don't be. Don't As be, we're all don't, pasty don't, these days. <laughs> don't be. My ashiness shows a little bit more during the fall and winter. So you're fine. You're fine. No, I'm so glad to be here thank you for allowing me to join of course Seriously. thanks for joining us for thank sure so you. you've been on the show before already I have, yes and y'all got me here. all crying let me tell you i told myself lord i'm not gonna cry today <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see i hope not but yes we were talking about just infertility from right. a stepmom's point of view i'm a stepmom right yeah. Um, so that was a fun show to be on. And then we, you're going to be fill in too whenever maybe I'm out, Kendra's out. Yeah, Lord so Yeah, yeah. We're excited for we that. We are a family. That, that's right. Yeah, we're family. That's right. So, Jade, what's the show about today? So, today we're going to talk about who is to blame for in- infertility. It's the mm-hmm. blame game. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've dealt with it yeah. in our situation. I'm like, uh, my husband. And 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 for before somebody judges me, I can feel it now. I I, I do like to be a little comical at times because this can get serious, and it That's is a sure. serious. But in the beginning, I did. Um, our infertility is a male. Uh, factor Mm -hmm. and sadly I have to admit because I am a child of God and I want to grow in my walk with the Lord I did blame him and now thank God for growth I see it as our infertility but we're going to talk about the blame game yeah oh and we're all sinners so that's easy to do yeah so yeah I mean it it blame is easy to lay on anybody for any hard circumstances going yes. on in life you know would you say have like who did you blame for y'all for yours Ooh, girl so we're getting in deep quick oh, um, oh i'm so no, sorry no <laughs> that's good okay um like, oh. so i well i de- definitely blame myself because i am the one that had you know quote unquote the problem um for our inf- infertility actually when they called to let us know about will's test She's like, actually, he has more than needed and everything's good. <laughs> and I was like, oh. They had to put it like that. Good. And Will probably over Congra- there getting puffed up like, Congratulations, yeah, Will. Um, so anyway, <laughs> but um, I definitely, through the years, you know, um, right at four years of trying to conceive and losing some babies along the way, mm. um, definitely, I mean, I, I would blame the Lord too. I, I, mm. It was a battle to not say, God, you could do this. Like, 
I'm confused why you're not. And so, yeah, to choose not to say that and to surrender, like, the Lord, I know you could. Yeah. But there's a reason why you're not. There's a reason why. So. And, you know, can I just say this, what you just said? You apparently knew how big and powerful God was and is. Right. For you to say, Lord, you could do this. Yeah. So what I love about what we're going to talk about today is we're not the first to, to point fingers. Mm-mm. It Mm-mm. started in the beginning from our big brother and big sister, That's Adam right. and Eve. Adam and Eve. Yeah, it let's started get into up that. back in Genesis. Yeah, yeah. So um, tell us about Adam a little bit. Okay, that big head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I, I have this saying where I call it the Adam syndrome, where when my husband wants to put something on me, I'm like, okay, Adam. Uh-huh. You know, Because in Genesis chapter 3, verse 12, after they had sinned, God came to Adam and Adam said, well, God, the woman you gave me, but mm-hmm. Adam was the head. God was looking at the head on why sin, uh, that, you know, they came, went to the fruit, the very right. thing that God told him not to do. And then the very next verse, you want to hit that one? Eve, here come Eve, so here, following it, after Adam. Uh-huh. So then, so Adam said, the woman who you gave me, God, she gave me the fruit of the tree mm-hmm. and I ate. Then the Lord said to the woman, what is this that you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate it. You know, (laughs) it's not my fault. Nobody wanted to take ownership. (laughs) It's the serpent that you made, God. So, uh, yeah. So, and I mean, I feel like I do that daily sometimes, you know, like it's really hard to admit when I'm wrong sometimes. And you could ask Will about that. Mm. And he's like, yeah, it's real hard for her to admit when she's wrong. So is it easier for him to admit then? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I, There's he, always somebody. He's definitely better at it than I at am. At admitting. For me and our, our marriage, I'm quicker to admit, but I'm also a people's pleaser. And the Lord yeah. is really trying. He, oh, Lord, deliver me. <laughs> um, But so it's, it's, but he, it's harder for him to admit his wrong. But yeah. Either way, we still have blamed each other for right. various things in our marriage. Right. And like I said, with, with, with the topic of infertility, I blamed him because, you know, there were there were things, sadly, he did not let me know of his health issues mm-hmm. until after we said I do. And now that I look back, I can understand. He wanted to marry me. Hey, you know, that's a right. compliment. But still, you, sh- you should let me know that. And I think yeah. also because I thought, you know, he had a child, but he yeah. was much younger. Right. Well, I'm sure him looking back on that, too, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, I should have yeah. should have done that. You know, yeah. it, what do we say? 2020. Uh, it's always 2020 vision after the fact. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. I still love him. And, I, you know, we, we walked through that and forgave him because I don't want nobody to be thinking, oh, uh-huh. No, right, he just right. it's you gotta keep in mind, infertility, that's a person that's so it makes you feel in, inferior. It makes you feel mm-hmm. less than. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and I hope and pray that the Lord, by the, the help of the Holy Ghost, has helped me to encourage him to know, babe, I love you. I love regardless. you. Regardless. Regardless. Now in the beginning, yes, it was hurtful because I've always wanted to be a mommy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The blame game. It, the blame game. So uh, we kind of have different stories about this, and we've hit on it just a, just a little bit already. Um, but when you realized, when I realized that infertility would be part of our stories, how did we react? So, like, you were saying that you did have trouble blaming um, Lamar, your Lamar, right. And then I definitely had trouble blaming myself mm-hmm. because I was the one with, quote-unquote, you know, the problem. Um, so... How did that make him feel? Um, originally, great question. Originally, he... Y- y'all, y'all probably going to be shocked about this. He actually didn't really feel terribly bad. Okay. Now, before y'all be thinking, like, what kind of husband she got? I married a Calvinist. And what I mean by that... <laughs> 
He's a reform. Like he legit has such a good biblical view of God. Mm. He literally said, was like, babe, God knows he's sovereign. He runs this and I am content with God's will. I wasn't there. I was not there. So he felt bad that I was hurting and he Mm. still does. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. as far as he didn't carry that heavy burden. Which is very interesting to me. I have an interesting man. Look, the producer Sherry B's like, yeah, I know, I know. It, it, in, and actually, he's helping me to learn from him because mm-hmm. in the originally yeah. it made me mad that I wanted him to hurt like me, right? But right. he wasn't hurting like me, and if, and then the enemy would lie to me, and I would say, well, maybe because he already has a child, mm-hmm. he didn't want one with his wife, and that's a lie, y'all. You have to right. soak in the word of God because then the next lie was I'm less than. He was able to have with another woman. No, I'm a child of the king. That's right. You're a child of the king, that's and right. the enemy wanted you to feel inferior, but you are now. Of course, you are. Wait, have you said- uh, it, we're good. Okay, you said it already. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, she's with child. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, Sherry B, take that out. The producer. No, we're good. Yeah, we're yeah. good right now. Okay. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You know. So originally, he actually held. He handled it well. He was hurting okay. for me, but he didn't carry the burden. Yeah. What about you? How did so, you? Same with Will. You know, he's one quote unquote without the problem. Um, but I think the fact that he would he could feel me blaming myself still caused problems you know because I changed into a different person um after losing the babies that we lost and after feeling like this because you were talking about being a people pleaser I'm definitely that I get on my own I am oh my gosh I'm (laughs) always so worried about what people are thinking and like what I did that could have hurt their feelings and like it's exhausting and so um Anyway, I was so concerned. I've said this on past podcasts, but like, did he regret marrying me because I wasn't giving him a baby? Did did his mom and dad view me differently because I wasn't giving them a grandchild, you know? And our husbands, I feel like just as women and men, we handle things so differently anyway. So he, you know, talking about this topic, he just carried the worry of infertility differently. So it didn't seem like it affected him on a daily basis. Like it did me. And so I'm like, I'm sitting here being the one causing this and stressing about it hourly, you know. And he's like worried about what game's coming on tonight. Like, how do you think about (laughs) anything else? And (laughs) obviously there's plenty of other things to think about than infertility when you're struggling with it. But um, But I'll tell you what they do worry about that we don't as much is providing. That's and it's it's just right. how God made us. Mm-hmm. We're different. Mm-hmm. They, they, um, my honey, if if he does isn't providing the way he me, I'm like, babe, God got us. That's know? right. That's and he's right. like, oh, I gotta provide for my family. You're like, so right. Yeah. So it's just it looks different. Mm-hmm. So they well, did care. God said back in Genesis that it would. You, you know, we're talking it. about Come childbirth on. right now, or not childbirth, and that's just part of it. And then. Yeah. Um, talking about how he was going to have to work for food, and that's what our husbands are doing. Come on, Ann. So, and they do it well, girl. We got that, some hardworking men. That's right. Yeah, girl. That's right. I got a trucker, girl. I love my man. <laughs> hey, y'all better congr- say thank you to a trucker. Seriously, yeah, they serve real. our country. I just want to put that You're out there. You're right. My trucker stays in town, but he drives a truck. He, he's a know? trucker. Yeah, she told me that. Girl, thank you, Will. Shout yes, out Cockroach Banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need them. We need them. That's right. That's right. Um, so did our spouses blame anyone? Mine didn't. What about yours? (laughs) I don't know. That was something like, yeah, yeah, he never, ever made me feel like less than or you should have, you know, done anything differently. Um, He was definitely more graceful 
gave me more grace than I ever than gave, you gave myself. Yourself. Yep. Praise yeah. God for that. Isn't that something how the Lord will do that? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, with my boo thing, because I go to a very, very fertile church. Like, seriously, every time I turn around, like, we, my something husband. in I, the water that you don't ever get the, to we drink. We said the same thing. <laughs> and I'll be drinking that water over there in that fountain. Hadn't happened yet. But <laughs> we, um, we, we, he, he, if anything, he sees he has seen me have have struggle and he yeah. girl he just loves on me mm-hmm. he does mm-hmm. and he, he mother's day oh my goodness he gives me a stepmom mother's day card because oh. i i do care for his child right. so there are things there and so i will say for married people out there if you are not the one that is the person that's causing the issue and we are not putting the, that person down either but lift that person up yeah. because that's yeah. a huge you know that's huge to carry. And then for their spouse to come aside them and tell them, it's okay, we're in this together. That's right. Because now right. Lamar and I say, it is our infertility. It is. It yeah. Is. And that is how I think that Will would say he viewed it as like, we're one body. You know, the Lord in the Bible, it says Preaches so you sure. become one. And one so flesh. that if you have a problem with this body, you have a problem with that right. one. And so, right. um, yeah, for sure. And then the people who are struggling, don't blame yourself. I know that's yes. so much easier yes. said than done, but like this is just something that does happen and it is caused by the sin that started back in Genesis, right. you know. Right. There was something you shared with me when we were discussing this topic that was so powerful. You said Uh-oh. that there was a song that you would hear at church. Yes, Will you Jane. share that? that was so, <laughs> I love how real you are, girl. This is the point of Hannah's mm-hmm. heart, you know, because we don't like to front. We got to keep in mind, and I, I said this to you, you know, repenting is in the Bible for a reason. In order for us to know what we need to repent of, we got to first acknowledge our struggle, That's acknowledge right. our sin. That's right. And I just love the story you shared about a song that y'all a do at church. A song, yeah. Sing it for us. So, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs that today. Um, but so the song, um, what what you're talking about is, I struggled for years, and I, I still don't exactly know how I feel about it. And I'm I, honestly, people will probably be like, "Ann, that's a little too deep. You're thinking about that a little too much." But um, I feel like to really, I don't know if the word is cure our hearts to fix our hearts on the Lord like we need to, especially during these hard times, whether it's infertility, singleness, divorce, whatever your hard time is, um, you got to be real with the Lord first. Um, And so anyway, we were singing a song. It was actually at a conference called the If If Gathering. Mm. And um, it was before, um, actually, I had gotten diagnosed with infertility, but we had been, quote unquote, trying for a few months um, to get pregnant. This was probably six or seven months in. And I just already had it. Like, I think the Lord had been preparing my heart over years of just little snippets that I can look back and see now. Like, God, you were, you were speaking to my heart then and I didn't even realize it. And we started singing this song and I think it's by David Crowder. Sorry, Crowder. Um, but, um, it, the song says, you're never going to let, you're never going to let me down. And as that we started singing, I could sing the part, you are good. You are good. Ooh. Oh, you are good. Yeah. 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 I could sing that because I still fully believe that with my whole heart that he is good. He is always good, even in our heart circumstances. But the part where I, when they started singing, you're never going to let, you're never going to let me down. I was like, I I don't know if I feel that way, God. Mm. I'm sorry. I don't know. I just remember praying, and I think I started crying a little bit. 
I, don't, I just don't know if I feel, because I feel like I'm about to be let down. I just remember, that was in February That's of that right. year, and I got diagnosed in August um, with PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, that was before miscarriages and all that, but it was just something like, God, I, I just feel like I'm about to be let down. Mm. And, you know, ever since then, I've talked to Will and I've talked um, to a few other friends about it because I've kind of felt bad not being able to see it because as a Christian, like, should I be believing that God's never going to let me down? Or is the song kind of skewed and like, does the Bible ever say we're never going to get let down as Christians? Or is he just that good? He never lets us down, you know? And so anyway, like that can be a whole Wow, I'm about to say, I'm over here pondering too. I'm like, that's pretty deep. I don't know. Yeah. He but, doesn't let us down. What it is, oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Okay. I don't know. He I doesn't, know. he's good. He oh, is good. Like he is he good. He is good. However, there are things that I think, so you were let down yeah. in, in the beginning. PCOS, oh my goodness. Like I was let down when I found out about my mm-hmm. husband's health issue. But in the process of he's sanctifying us in this, That's we're right. seeing that there's good in this. Uh-huh. Like when I think about now, there's a blessing mm-hmm. that we have not mm-hmm. had a child. Right. It hurts me. Right. Because blending a family is not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, And there's somewhere, I'm sure there was a blessing. Like God oh, knew Oh, there's you been and blessings. Will. All the way through that I can definitely look back on. I would actually, I didn't think about that. That was in February of 18, I believe. And in February of 2021 was when I feel like for the first time I was able to thank the Lord for infertility. So I haven't put that together yet until right now. Um, But uh, yeah, looking back in this past February, 2021, I feel like I can look back and see blessing after blessing after blessing through this infertility journey. Mm -hmm. And honestly, didn't even like the word journey for a while. I was like, this isn't a journey sounds fun. Like this, (laughs) this is not fun. Trial? Is that better? (laughs) Right. There you go. Trial tribulation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This infertility tribulation. (laughs) Um, But uh, anyway, so yeah. So crazy. I don't know. We might get some weird comments about not me not singing this song or something, but um, I have since seen um, a our actually our pastor um he'll be on the show one day too we're not i'm not sure when yet but uh he he lost his he and his wife lost their three-year-old little boy and they've struggled with um miscarriages too Mm -hmm. and then she has had breast cancer Mm -hmm. and so um i've watched them both sing this song sing it all the way through and And when i saw them singing you're never gonna let me down i was like if they can sing it i think i should be able to sing it because you know I'm let down. I was let down by not having a baby. I was let down by losing those babies. But I don't think it was anything the Lord was doing to me. You know, it was earthly troubles here on this earth, you know. Mm. So this is something. Okay. So this is something I I, I still struggle with. Yes, I believe that the world that is that we live in a fallen world. But then verses like this, you Uh know where I'm about to go, Uh girl. Uh You know where I'm about to go. Okay. We got, okay, we got a few. First Samuel 1 6, where scripture said that he, God, closed Hannah's womb. Mm-hmm. It does say that. Now, I do believe we live in a fallen world that, you know, our health, like even all these autoimmune diseases, it's because of different things that they're putting in our food and various things. Right. But then, uh, and then 
like I said, he he closed Hannah's womb. Then there's another verse where he finally opened Rachel's womb, Genesis mm-hmm. 30, verse 22. And then I go to verses like Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Yeah. It gets me every time. Verse 13 and 14, God says, consider the work of God. Who can make straight what he has made crooked? Mm. So then when I read stuff like that, he Ian, did make some stuff I don't have crooked. all the answers, y'all. Right, I don't. Right. I know. But I, I see what you're saying. And then I read verses like this and I'm like, okay, God also does. Mm-hmm. So, because he knows the right timing. That's right. That's right. He does. Who can make straight what, what he has made what crooked? What he has made crooked. And then verse 14, in the day of prosperity, be joyful. And in the day of adversity, consider God has made the one as well as the other. Mm. Woo! Sherry mm-hmm. <laughs> be the producer over there clapping her hand. <laughs> Y'all, I'm trying not to shout over here. So what I hear just... Again, we don't have all that. We're, right. we're dialoguing. Who did I say this was left up to to discuss this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Abraham oh Hamilton. <laughs> I said, I, when we were talking about this show, I was like, no, nah, these are some topics for Abraham Hamilton. I'm not getting in that deep, okay? Yeah, so- <laughs> Abraham, Bert Hopper. Shout out. Alex McFarland. Somebody. Somebody. You know, the we got a show for you. Yeah. <laughs> but we are like theologians as well. We're grown to the word just like they are. I'm grown. But it does I'm make grown. me wonder, like, okay, Lord, you you're he knows. Mm-hmm. He he does run our womb. That's right. That's right. So, so who is, as we're talking about that? who runs our womb, he is the giver of life, right, Jay? Amen. He is. So, um that Everyone, you know, if you've been in Scripture long at all, we we go back to one. I mean, Psalms one thirty nine thirteen through sixteen. For you formed my inward parts; you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. Wonderful are your works; my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. Man, it gives me chills because even going back to me blaming myself for the infertility part, like that whole time I was still fearfully and wonderfully made. Come on. And like that didn't come as a shock to God, even though it shocked me. And so I hope and pray for the people that are listening, even for your Lamar, that he knows that he is still fearfully and wonderfully made, um, even though it feels like we're letting ourselves down by not doing this one, you know, something that we're supposedly our bodies are made to do, you know. And so, um, you know, he's he's made us. Um, and we weren't hidden from him. I mean, and then how can you not believe in life at conception when you read that? You know, I'm like it just you. gives me chills. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. But uh, I was. I wanted to add this because I know we're we're about to come to a close. I I I also believe that in the midst of the wait. And if you so desire to be a mommy, God will make it happen either through biological adoption or even sometimes just little kids in your neighborhoods where That's he right. will have you to mother other people's children. That's right. Or me, I'm a stepmom. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of what he'll also do, because what it is, I know for me, I was idolizing it. So mm-hmm. what he's doing constantly for me, he's te- he's helping me to put that off the pedestal. Right. That's what he's helping me. And and he'll do that through me helping out in the nursery department. Woo, Lord. I still want a kid, but Come you know, hang what I mean? out with our three kids and you. Know, I would mm-hmm. love it. I'm our th- our three kids through foster care. Yeah, she's the TTJ. TTJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure. So, uh, 
we had a little a little piece from the gospel gospel coalition that I was going to read out um, by you know what caused infertility, who caused infertility, well sin. This sin, you know, talking about Adam and Eve mm-hmm. again, you know, like they are the ones that brought sin into this broken world. Right. And so um, this is a little long, so stay with me. But the Bible's teaching of sin starts in the garden where Adam violated God's pro- God's prohibition from eating from the forbidden tree. There we discover that prior to man's fall, sin existed in the form of the tempting serpent, Satan. Yet as God created all things good, including the fallen angels, we inevitably must come to grips with God's sovereignty, omniscience, and omnipotence with respect to the origin of sin. Um, So I believe that that just shows us that God is not the author of sin, since in his holiness, God is without any sin or evil of his own but that sin does exist in this world, and that is what caused our fallen society. Yeah. You know, yeah. he does allow things to happen, and then, um, you know, we have to choose what we're going to be yeah. doing with that. May the Lord continue to grow us all in this That's journey. That's right. In this journey, in this trial. Will you close us out, Jay? Yes, Father God, those who are listening, Lord, may they seek your face, Lord. May they draw closer to you like never before. And may you strip us from all idols, Lord. And may we trust in you with whatever you have for our lives and know that it is for That's our right. good. In Jesus' name, amen. So I hope you have enjoyed this show with my friend Jade. And um, don't forget, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. And then, yeah, please continue to email us. We've we've been getting some emails for prayer requests and just different topics. Email us all the topics. We can keep going. Thank you for listening to Hannah's Heart on American Family Radio. And Jade, thanks for being with us today.